the window. Her skin was smooth and light, more tan than black, and her face was angular with sharp features, more white than black. Her lips and fingernails were painted a shiny red, her pushed-up breasts were round and full and looked real, and her scent was more intoxicating than anything he had ingested that night. She was beautiful. She was sexy. And he wanted her. How much? What you want? All you got, honey. Two hundred. A thousand. All night. She smiled. Show me the money. Clark pulled out a wad of hundreds and waved it at her like candy to a kid. She got in and slid down the slick leather seat, and her pink leather skirt crawled up so high he could see her black panties tight in her crotch, and he felt the heat come over him. He hit the accelerator and turned the sedan toward home. But his thoughts turned to his father, as they often did in times like this. Clark McCall was a political liability to his father and always had been. The drinking, the drugs, the girl. Oh, if the senior senator from Texas could see his only son now, drunk and high, buying a black hooker with his money and driving her in his Mercedes to his mansion in Highland Park. Of course, his father's first thought would be political, not paternal. What damage would be done to his campaign if the press got wind of his son's latest indiscretion? Clark laughed loudly, and the hooker looked at him like he was crazy. At least he came home to Dallas to be indiscreet. Still, if his father found out that he had flown back home again, there would be more angry threats of disinheritance, but Clark would be back in Washington before the honorable senator knew he was gone. He laughed again, but he felt the rage rising inside him as it always did when he thought of his father, a man who wanted the White House more than he had ever wanted a son. United States Senator Mac McCall looked over at his second wife and thought what a handsome first couple they would make. They were sitting in the leather-winged chairs enjoying a quiet Sunday afternoon in their Georgetown townhouse. Across from them on the sofa sat the two men who would get them into the White House. Their political consultant and pollster were poring over the latest poll results and focus group studies and staking out McCall's positions on the political issues of the day, positions carefully crafted to appease every identifiable voting bloc in America, whether based on race, religion, ethnicity, gender, geography, age, socioeconomic standing, or sexual orientation. Anyone who could cast a vote for Senator Mac McCall. The senior senator from Texas held a commanding lead in the pre-primary polls. Mac McCall's lifelong ambition was finally within his grasp. He glanced down at his hands, still strong and calloused from years of working the rigs. He still had the hands of a roughneck and the determination of a wildcatter. And he was determined, as always, that nothing and no one would stand in his way. He would officially announce his candidacy on Monday. Then he would spend $100 million or $200 million or whatever it took of his own money to win the White House. He had learned long ago that with enough money, a man can buy anything and anyone he wants, be it an election or a younger woman. Mac McCall had enough money to buy both. He turned his eyes to his wife again and admired her beauty as if for the first time... 
He was filled with a sense of proprietorship, the same as years ago when he had gone out into the oil fields and admired his wells, knowing that he owned what other men coveted. McCall was sixty. Jean was forty. He had been a senator for two decades now, and she had been his aide since she graduated from law school fifteen years ago. She was a savvy, articulate, and photogenic asset to his political career. They had been married ten years now, long enough for the messy divorce not to be a negative in his polls. She had no children and wanted none. He had a son, Clark, from his first marriage, the consummate ne'er-do-well offspring of wealth, a thirty-year-old adolescent. Six months ago, thinking a steady job might bring maturity to the boy's life and to get him out of Dallas, McCall had pulled some strings and got Clark appointed chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. But the boy.